0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The media right now is pretending they're trying to make sense of this Joe Biden classified document stuff. And watching them twist in the wind is kind of entertaining. But they only have themselves to blame, especially the pet Republicans over at MSNBC. And part of the problem that they're facing is, and we've seen this, God, we could think of a million different stories, Uh, Nick Sandman, Covington Catholic, Duke Lacrosse rape case, uh, Trump Russia, that as soon as an enemy of the left media is caught in a controversy, I mean, Chris Hayes' show is literally called All In with Chris Hayes. They go all in. They don't wait for facts. They don't wait for information. They just go all in. This is the worst thing to ever happen since the last worst thing to ever happen. And they're in a race for who could dial up the rhetoric faster. And I've called it the race to be first to be wrong. So if you remember in Duke Lacrosse, the Duke Lacrosse rape case, which there was no rape, it didn't matter that we had no facts, we had no information. We had 88 law school professors who signed a a letter saying these lacrosse players were just these awful, privileged, rich white kids who raped this poor young black woman. And Jesse Jackson descended on the scene and the prosecutor, I'll never forget his name, Mike Nifong, came out and called them hooligans, pronounced them guilty until proven innocent. And the world was wrapped up in this story. What does this have to do with Sidney Blumenthal? Don't worry, I'll get to it. A little stream of consciousness here. And as the facts of the case came out, as we got ATM receipts, surveillance video, key fob swipes in the dormitories, the rape kit came out, the story fell apart. If you remember, the woman in question, her name was Crystal Magnum. She had taken a, she had undergone a, a rape kit semen analysis and it matched four different men that hadn't were not present at this house party that they had thrown and the story fell apart but they had gone all in right nick sandman we saw a 25 32nd clip and that was it privileged white kid abusing this Young native, uh, older, I'm sorry, elderly native American man. And that's all you needed to know. And then we saw the extended video and that story fell apart. The list goes on and on and on. Trump, Russia, right? Everything that Trump did was the worst thing in the world. Grab him by the P word. That's, how oh my God, grab him by the P word. And then the story of Tara Reed came out and the media wanted nothing to do with it. Even though they had gone all in. No matter what it is, they go all in. So when the Mar-a-Lago raid happened, they said, this is the worst thing in the world. Classified information in the hands of a former president, nuclear codes, they said. My God, Donald Trump is going to bring down the United States out of pure spite. He's going to give away our nuclear secrets. National security is going to come to an end. Now, Joe Biden, and they're trying to make sense of it. They're not trying to make sense of it. They're trying to get away from it. See, you have to understand one thing about the medium. They don't care if the Democrats lie to you so long as they don't lie to them. See, they throw down their markers. They make their declarative statements. This is this is the worst possible thing to happen. Classified information being stored unsecured in the former president's house. Joe Biden, what aboutism? There's no what aboutism. Hillary Clinton had destroyed thousands of emails, servers, devices, documents we don't know. But the funny thing is, a lot of conservatives, whether it's on Fox, Newsmax, Salem News Channel, where I work, here on the Patriot Channel, there's a sort of well we don't know what's in these documents. I mean, we know topically. Some of them relate to China, some relate to Iran, some relate to Ukraine, but we don't have the nitty gritty details. We know that some of the documents were stored in something called the Biden Center for Global Engagement. That was through the University of Pennsylvania that once it established this, began receiving massive donations from the Chinese Communist Party. We know for a fact That Hunter Biden was placed on the board of directors of one of the most corrupt Ukrainian oil and natural gas corporations. And he was paid millions of dollars, having no experience whatsoever. And then when the Ukrainians started to investigate this, Joe Biden stepped in and said, if you don't back this off, you're not getting your foreign aid. Now, if you remember the call with Zelensky, the hero of the world, of all mankind, when the call happened, someone who heard about the call filed a whistleblower. Uh, you know, filed a you know a charge against Trump. The speculation is that Vinman, Alexander Vindman was funneling this information to a guy named Eric Charmella, who came off of uh, Joe Biden or Barack Obama's uh, N- uh, National Security Council staff and was still working in the wings. When Trump came into office. This led the meeting, the Democrats, we have to impeach him. We have to impeach him. Look what he did. This is a quid pro quo. And then we unearthed that video of Biden. He's "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what about it? But they'd already gone all in. So how does that get me to Sidney Blumenthal? May 23rd, 2015. Headline The Guardian. Is this a credible source for the ankle biters? I mean, I would assume most. Left-leaning people would agree The Guardian is probably one of their, you know, it's up there with The Atlantic, The Week, New York Magazine, The New York Times. Headline, Sidney Blumenthal paid by Clinton Foundation while advising on Libya. Sidney Blumenthal, the controversial former Clinton aide who sent private intelligence reports on Libya to then Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was also on the payroll of the Clinton Foundation. Now remember, the Clinton Foundation became this, this Edifice to the grift, right? I mean, anybody can donate to the Clinton Foundation. This is this is the the, the charitable foundation established by the former president. You know, he's no longer president, and I think he can accept money from whoever he wants. Politico reported on Thursday that Blumenthal was being paid ten thousand dollars a month by the Clinton Foundation from two thousand nine to twenty thirteen. After top Obama aides blocked him from a job at the State Department. At the time, Blumenthal was also on the payroll of two pro-Clinton groups, American Bridge and Media Matters. Both organizations are run by Clinton ally David Brock. Questions have been raised about how Blumenthal received the intelligence that he used uh, for his reports to Clinton. The former writer for the New Republican New Yorker is not a foreign policy expert, but had connections to investors pushing business opportunities in Libya in the aftermath of the collapse of the Gaddafi regime. Remember, and it's kind of funny, let me put a carrot into this. Do you know what else was happening at this time? How many of you watched the documentary on Barbara Lee? I watched it, very interesting. I don't agree with Barbara Lee on 99.9% of the things she stands for as a left-wing member of Congress. But what she had been entering or proposing as legislation, or at least a resolution, starting with Bush and then into Obama, was to restrict the power of the president to expand military operations without a vote in Congress. And many Republicans, conservative Republicans are interviewed in this documentary. And they say the same thing. I don't agree with Barbara Lee, but on the issue of Congress's power, original power to declare war the president, no president, can simply use the military in a theater of war without the express consent of the Congress. In other words, you can't just overthrow the Gaddafi government using military air power without a vote in Congress. And this resolution passed the House of Representatives. Look what's happening right now. You can see it right here. Sidney Blumenthal was so rotten to the core that Barack Obama's like, I don't want this guy anywhere near the State Department. I mean, we all know why Hillary Clinton was made Secretary of State, don't we? Do do we not? To anyone, is there anyone listening right now who had thought at the time, well, he kind of owed it to her to make her vice president? Right? Remember that? I think Joe Biden actually wanted to be Secretary of State at the time. I could be wrong about that one. But a lot of Democrats, WI Democrats, wanted Hillary Clinton to be on the ticket. Why didn't Barack Obama put Hillary Clinton on the ticket? If he wanted to unify the party, why wouldn't he have taken Hillary Clinton? Well, for obvious reasons, he didn't want to sit there for the next four to eight years listening to Bill Clinton go, you know what I would do? You know what I would do? You know what I would do? He didn't want anyone who sought that job at that time. Joe Biden was seeking the job at that time, but he was, him and Chris Dodd didn't even get together to get 4% of it. I mean, it was Joe Biden's 2008 run was kind of a joke. Barack Obama needed somebody that as a young semi-outsider who would quell the nerves of people in Washington about his sort of newness right? He needed somebody that offset him in every way. That was Joe Biden. Could have been Hillary Clinton, but that was Joe Biden. Barack Obama did not want her to his side on domestic policy. He stuck her where he knew she'd be somewhere else, all right? Probably knowing how corrupt she was, but couldn't possibly dream up this. What was happening was money was flowing into the Clinton Foundation. Sidney Blumenthal was blocked from this job. He went and started working on the side as well with a group of people that were looking for some kind of war profiteering. So what Sidney Blumenthal was doing was air fingers, quote, gathering intelligence from former CIA. Does this starting to sound familiar? Former CIA operatives that were involved in this private sector entity that was being set up to provide air fingers, quote, relief. In the Middle East, in North Africa. They just had to know when to put their resources in. Sidney Blumenthal was passing Airfinger's, quote, intelligence reports to Hillary and then getting reports back for his side hustle, if you will. This was the use of the private server. This is what it was for. This is exactly what Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are doing. The Biden Center for Global Engagement is just another Clinton Foundation. And $54 million from the Chinese flowed into the University of Pennsylvania when Joe Biden got what we know is a no-show job. He was not a college professor. He was not showing up on the first day of class, presenting a syllabus, laying out a potential quiz schedule or assigning term papers or or preparing students for a midterm and a final, he came in and gave a handful of lectures for about a million dollars in salary. Flying just below the radar, I think it was like 900 and something thousand. You could see the roots of this. You could see how this operation was run. you look back on this piece from the Guardian and the New York Times at the time and Politico. Money was flowing into the Clinton Foundation. It was going to Sidney Blumenthal. Sidney Blumenthal was gathering people to form this corporation, if you will, that would then get these massive contracts for the rebuilding of Libya after the fall of Gaddafi mostly in the form of humanitarian aid, hospitals, shelter, infrastructure, you name it. That money was to flow back to the Clintons. Do you see it now? It's almost as if that what was happening is starting to feel like Joe Biden was giving Hunter Biden access the classified information to help him score multi-million dollar deals in China and Ukraine. But the media is not going to tell you this. They're air fingers, quote, trying to make sense of it. They're demanding transparency. Oh my God, how could you do this? They went all in on Trump and now they're stuck with Joe Biden, not only doing the same thing, but potentially for much worse reasons. See it sounds like Trump I don't know. See again I don't know. We're hearing about cocktail napkins and letters to Kim Jong Un things that are far far away from the nuclear launch codes. And one guest after another on this program has pointed out that classification can be levied can be can be laid on anything. You know if Donald Trump is writing something on a napkin Hands it over to uh, an advisor, they hand it back. Oh, that's classified now. It seems like what Joe Biden had taken illegally was for the sole economic benefit of Joe Biden, and used Hunter Biden as the intermediary, or dare I say, bagman. Now is it starting to make sense? Because you ain't gonna get this from Chuck Todd and you ain't gonna get it from Rachel Maddow. They are beside themselves after going all in on the narrative with nothing to support it but anonymous sources. They went to the highest level of heated rhetoric and hyperventilation, and then this happened. And it's starting to make more sense. Now, did Hillary Clinton teach Joe Biden the grift? I don't think so. He'd been there since 1973. The rumor I always heard is that Hillary and Joe Biden always hated each other. Maybe for personal reasons. Maybe because they were climbing the same ambitious ladder. I don't know. But it sounds like what Joe Biden was doing here was leaving documents unsecured in a place called the Biden Center for Global Engagement, where they'd be very power, uh, very, uh, uh, very uh, attractive to people that were providing the Biden Center with money. And stored at this house, that allegedly Hunter Biden owned, but on paper was renting for fifty thousand dollars a month from his father. This would give Hunter Biden the kind of insight into deals that nobody else would have. And you know what else? It would be where else? It would be a bargaining chip. Hunter Biden would be able to tell the Chinese Communist Party what the Americans knew about them, what information we had. Same thing for Ukraine. You want to talk about a quid pro quo? There it is. WineTech695, Patriot, 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.